Taylor's Intersection was a chance for me to have a medium where people could talk about the intersection of money and meaning. I've been in sales 16 plus years and I know for the most part it's binary. One, zero, one, zero, one, zero. If you bring in enough money, then you're a good person. If you don't, you're not so much of a good person. The sales world is binary and missing something important that goes beyond meeting quotas. This is how to prevent selling your soul and wasting valuable years of life. But sales can be more than just a money grab. It can be meaningful and enjoyable. And those who can better explain this meaning are not your cookie cutter by the sales book vanilla people. They're my guests. And hope you enjoy the first season. More to come in the second and seasons beyond. Um, these are colorful people and they discuss how they derive fulfillment, meaning, enjoyment, and also what they're bringing to the positive evolution of sales. And it continues to be wonderful. sales intersection um not sure what kind of how much context i can give you on on what it's about or if you need if you need it you did your homework um, yeah i mean like your audience who, who's your audience primarily so primarily sales it's say, the the podcast is sales intersection so talking to people that um you know their their day-to-day -to -day touches on sales in some capacity and the intersection being how they derive fulfillment or meaning or their kind of uh, their unique value that they bring to the sales world and, and contribute to the to its evolution so gotcha. um how, how much uh how, how long does it go by the way also just so i'm aware of how long does it go yeah the interviews um you know, 30 minutes. I mean, uh, I've, I've had them go okay. as, as long as 40, but only, only because I have a 315. Oh that, yeah. No, no worries. We, okay. we do it. I, we, we edit it to more of like a highlight reel. Like, so it's, it, it comes, it gets, you know, a uh, final version is five to 10 minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've, I got, I have the stats and, um, unless you're my mom or best friend, you're not watching the, the whole 30 minutes, you know, so true. Right true um so yeah let's get into it uh you i think you reached out to me and it, and it came at a time when it was it was kind of a really exciting time in your life right you were just voted um uh linkedin voice or i, I forget exactly what it was but it, you 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 got a uh um, i got accepted to linkedin live linkedin live yeah and, and they're pretty yeah. thorough with with how they go about i don't it. know what i did because it was like when i first got on linkedin and i had like 100 connections um and i don't know i just said what i was doing on the other platforms i guess i had a good facebook group and i was already active and i showed them a lot of my content and they probably are like oh you're an actual content creator it's you can take it so i guess that's what i, I just showed them stuff yeah so. and you're you're pretty big on on linkedin and instagram and, and facebook i guess not... i just started linkedin like two months ago oh and, really like using it i just been very it's i've built it into our process to be very active so it seems like the the last four or five years things are just 
things are just falling in your lap. It's it's like it's like okay, hey, I don't mind being a little famous, and I don't mind. Making- I mean, I'm nowhere near like some people, so I guess. Um, I, I mean, I'm thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty judgmental on myself, so yeah. uh, there's a lot more I wanted. I don't think I'm popular at all, personally. Uh, and I, I just maybe I'm just humbling myself. I don't know. Um, that audience is definitely the podcast audience is definitely, uh, or people who go to podcast events are very like techie, and they're not necessarily where I come from, which is like marketing and business and podcasting is a vehicle. They're like. Like they like the number one question they have is how do I make money for my show, you know? And they think it's sponsors. And now I'm I come from the other background where like we work with people who already know how to make money. We just translate it for podcasts, you know? Because um, if you know how to make money doing something else, then making money your podcast is just a matter of bridging the gap, you know? Um, so I, I guess I like talking about a lot um, more the the messaging element and the marketing and and like the content, like as far as what is gonna really understanding the psychology of your potential listener and what do they want, not what you want. And sometimes that, re- that requires a lot of brainstorming and effort and research and experimentation. Uh, but you have to have like a clear, as far as messaging, we have our own process. It's pretty in depth and it's pretty dynamic depending on the industry, but really, really trying to think about like, what are the hooks, right? Cause we live in a, in a, uh, in an age where, uh, people have to click your stuff still. (laughs) So like, what's going to, what's going to be clickable. Right. Um, and, and get people to want to listen to it. And then also understanding that when it comes to scripting an episode, like the psychology of, uh, delivering on value. So the content is good enough, like alone, it doesn't feel like it's like salesy or pushy. It's just fulfills its purpose because people are going to listen to content either way. It's just, can you be that person that fulfills it for them? So, um, yeah, I guess that's, that's what I geek out about like as far as the actual creative of it, like what's going to work as far as yeah. getting consumed. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a hundred, hundred percent on board with that in terms of, of sales or, or if we're talking about podcasting or video sales um, and sales, you know, it's, it's every week there's a book that comes out about a new methodology that is, you know, the silver bullet in, in closing a deal. And, and I'm and I'm a psychology major myself, and so I like more the Socratic method of sales, um, where people end up asking, like it's just more like you're a guide in sales. Yeah. I don't know, but I do know you probably know a lot with sales, and there's probably a lot of methods to sales. I, I know there's obviously like the the pushy pressure method with sales, but um, I don't really. Well, I'm a big believer that technology changes quickly. Um, work culture can change quickly, but the, the psychology of man doesn't change quickly, you know? Yes. Um, so no, there's the, the books on psychology, um, I think are, are for me much more fascinating and much more compelling and, and useful than the one yeah. on like homo deus and homo sapiens are, are good books. Yeah. Um, like understanding human history and evolution. I even like mindset books, like even, um, I'm rosering an old book from uh, Pat Riley. Um, I, what's the title of it? Uh, the winner within, the winner within, a life plan for team players. And I, you know, this is someone who knows how to win. Like they've had multiple championships on multiple teams. Yeah. Um, so I, I even learned a lot about that, like way more than from a business book about business. 
because it's more like mindset and how to like, you know, team is super important for anything. Yeah. Um, Um, and a lot of my guests have been, have, I mean, uh, my second guest, Larry Levine is a best-selling author of, of selling from the heart, bringing, you know, basically coming down to authenticity. Um, and you know, lucky for some, uh, some people are just likable and they're authentic and it doesn't take much work. You know, some people, they have to put on that face, <laughs> you know, nine to five or whatever. And it's, it's a little more tricky. Um, and then some of my other guests, Dale Dupree from the sales rebellion, um, who somehow makes selling copiers sexy. Uh, but he has some some revolutionary ways of of of, of selling and prospecting um, to you know uh, uh, John Barrows uh, his sales training that he's going to be a guest um, in in a couple of weeks. But what what they're um, you know part of the evolution is not only the medium, the podcasting and um, and video, but understanding that and to differentiate yourself, it's uh, it, it's, it's doing things like, um, you know, sending, sending someone something, um, uh, it, it could be a video, but it could be, you know, um, like Dale Dupree has a, a crumpled letter approach where, um, you literally you put a, cr- a crumpled letter on the, the VP of sales desk and you say, Hey, um, I know you're going to throw this in the trash anyway. So I, I just took the time for you and crumpled the letter. Um, so it's 20 seconds. Um, would you mind? Yeah. I think that has to do with the love languages too. That's another yeah. principle and knowing, you know, everybody has a different personality and what it, what would like get them, you know, off, so to speak, as far as what's pleasurable and novel to them. Yeah. Um, and what triggers their memory. Uh, like me, like physical touch is my, one of my first. And that's why I like, you know, in-person events and connecting with people in person, obviously Corona has affected that a little bit. Um, and I've had to cope with it, you know, by just trying to find friends here locally and just going outside more and walking, but yeah. So. <laughs> um, so it sounds like you're, you're like, you know, no one, but online. No, I like, moved here during Corona. It's the worst time to move. To downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it takes out all the perks of living downtown. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I just, I just read a uh, part of the five love languages last week with my girlfriend and I'm a, I'm a, a quality time guy and that's words. my number two. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, words of affirmation. I would, they're all that's close. Number three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They are. The, the top three are usually the closest. It's usually the last one or the second and the second last one that people don't really care about. Yeah. Like gifts, gifts. I'm like, eh, yeah, gifts. I, I feel like you could actually give a gift to someone that you re- you may or may not care about, and you may and and it's not exact. It's it might not be reflective of 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 you know a benevolent intention. Um, you know, yeah. I, I I want Daxi to um, thrive in this world, and you know, actually, I just wanted I wanted money, so I'm gonna you know buy him something that I know he likes. Um, yeah. But uh, you said something interesting earlier. You said that it's, um, it's about knowing where you're popular and selling to that group. Um, so initially, what is, is that? Is that more or less kind of? Um, or knowing. So the big thing is with online business is it, it's just logical, right? Like if you, let's say I am, 
give me, give me like a big influencer out there who's a popular as, as far as, you know, selling with their, through their personal brand. Uh, you can Grant say Cardone, right. He's in, he's in the sales space, right? Sure. Sure. So Grant Cardone's built a huge community of buyers of people who consume his content, people who use, who follow him. Right. And obviously if you're trying to do something in sales, he's someone similar. Um, you under, really understanding what he's preaching and what he's kind of adding as a solution and what is the follow-up problem that creates. So now, you know, uh, I'll just give you my example, right? ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, he teaches marketing and he sells like by using ClickFunnels as a platform to, to sell through funnels and such. Um, and he talks a lot about podcasting, um, but he doesn't fulfill on it. He talks about the importance of it. So he's created a desire in his audience's mind. And I just come in the community knowing that they want that desire. And I just do hyper, I'm just hyperactive in the community. Like the first time I was in the Facebook, when I, like a year ago, I would just be posting in there all day, replying to people, adding people as friends all day, because I know they're buyers and they're followers. So I just want to figure out what are the communities that kind of need that thing? Cause they're proven buyers and followers. And they'll, pro if they like my stuff, they'll probably do the same to my stuff. They'll buy and follow. Um, yeah. cause they, they follow that, that model. So understanding where you come up with the follow-up problem because every, every solution that's out there in the market, there's follow-up problems. Yeah. How could you put yourself in that community and offer the solution to that follow-up problem? That's just like how I try to be ninja. Um, uh, but it could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. But I mean, if you really want to make a blue ocean, like where you're not competing, it's usually the follow-up problem. It's not the initial problem. The initial problem, like, you know, improve your sales, like you're competing with a lot of people. There's a lot of sharks, but if you, if you go like a certain angle, you know, um, you know, and sometimes that could be a niche down to the person and their specific problem. Um, then that's where you get interesting marketing. Yeah. So let me, and, and I'm not trying <laughs> to solicit, you know, free advice, but I guess I am. Um, my, my specific situation um, where it's, it's, it's really the, the, the video podcast is, is um, it helps the business because I have about 500 followers on, on LinkedIn who happen to be the target audience that I'm selling to for, you know, video sales, sales is, is evolving.com. Um, I'm really good at, I actually haven't, I'm hit, uh, batting uh, a thousand on getting any, anybody to be on my podcast. Um, uh, started with a, a friend, SVP of sales at Active Campaign and, and gotten Jay McBain, the principal analyst at Forrester, um, you know, uh, best-selling authors. It's, that's, a, that's a big benefit of podcasting. It's, it's a really good excuse to talk to someone. Yeah. And I mean, for you, I, I bet it's, you know, it, it's, it's get it, get in. Well, like if, if you didn't have a podcast, how, what other scenario we have gotten on the phone? Yeah. You know, you would have been like, I don't know. It would have been a very, a very lower percentage. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like, cause you're doing something where you scratch my back, I scratch your back or almost like there's reciprocity involved. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's, it's literally an act of service, you know? Yeah. So that is a big trait that makes it positive. So. And I've also noticed, I also noticed that a lot of people that are my guests are kind of like, I've been there. I've, you know, you, you're, you're starting out. I mean, I, you know, I, I do have a microphone at this point. Um, <laughs> That's an important piece of the podcast. Um, you know, I'm, 
I'm good at the, like a lot of the business side, but I'm, I'm having now to edit my own podcast, you know, and iMovie. And, and so there's, it's a little rough around the edges, but if the content is there, right. Um, people will, will keep coming back. So um, I guess I want to ask you the one selfish uh, part of, of the podcast is, is if you ha if, if you do have the ability, I can get, uh, I seem to be able to get whoever I want on the show, but uh, actually social engagement is, is, is kind of low. I'm, I'm consistent with posting it on Twitter and LinkedIn, um, a little low on engagement. Um, uh, and, and I want more of the people that are listening to actually, you know, go to the website and transact where, I mean, what, where would you be working with me? Like session one, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. How yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you're mentioning this because we, you know, historically they didn't have like a service for this. We could just full done for you, but we're launching soon, like an auditing service. Almost like if you go to your, your, uh, your car checkup and they have like a hundred point checklist to check your car, we're going to be doing that soon. Uh, literally wrapping huh. it up. But, um, so it, a lot of times it's not the podcast. It's like I was saying before, it's the messaging. Like what is, what is, how are you positioning like your copywriting, right? And how, how is it, you know, show like who you help and what you help them with, you know, like what's the, what's the attractive sexy thing about it? Like how, what's the result, you know, you're trying you're helping people with, and then people will want to listen because they'll want that yeah. because they're in pain. So a lot of it has to do with copywriting and, uh, and as far as like messaging and, and, and then it goes to branding, right? Cause you're the first appearance is really important. The first impression you make. Yeah. Um, and really what we look at uh, when you're starting out, not necessarily cause a lot of the people we work with in the agency are different. Uh, they already have a proven message. They already have an audience. Yeah. So they already have something that converts. Um, when you're starting out, it's, it's mainly about getting people to first uh, like you on their first impression on social media. Sure. And like, you know, follow, engage with you, et cetera. Um, and I, we have our own process for figuring that out. I, I would say it's really just on your audience is the number one thing. Like who are they and where do they exist? Yeah. And then what do you help them with? And then how do you make that apparent? Like yeah. just very like radically apparent, like, Hey, like this is why you listen. This is what I'm gonna help you achieve. This is why yeah. you should listen every week. Um, and then from there, it's just experimenting with content and being yeah. hyperactive. So I, I would say the biggest thing is, you know, outside of the podcast is uh, making a lot of connections with people um, and, and figuring out how can you serve those connections. If you're not yeah. serving, if you have a lot of connections, but you're not serving them, then there's a disconnect between sure. what you do and who follows you. And Whether like you don't offer the thing that they want or um, they don't know what you have or it's not attractive enough for them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding like kind of the, you know, the, 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 the 10 commandments of, of, of podcasting and it's evolving as I go. Right. Is number one, I think that I've had since day one is, is just authenticity is just being transparent about, Hey, this is where I am. I'm not a professional, but I'm having fun with it. And I, I love dealing with people. I mean, it actually came from being in sales so long and, and sales is a world where it's black and white. You're either, you're either hitting your number or you're not. And knowing that I'm a much more colorful, colorful person than that, that if I didn't hit my number, I'm not, it's not black and white. Like I, I have more to give. And this is my medium of finding, finding, you know, deriving more meaning and fulfillment in sales. Um, but authenticity and for the audience, empathy. Um, yeah, right? that's, that's big. 
And, and so a lot of the times, like the people you'll help when it comes to messaging and marketing is a lot of the people who are in the same situation as you um, and really thinking about your backstory, like where you came from, where you started um, and how you, because a lot of times like the thing you want to be known for, and that's really important. A lot of people don't know that, like, what do they want to be known for? Um, and, it, and, the, and it has to be kind of like, you have to brainstorm about it. It has to be unique. Like I want to be known for this, this, this. Um, a lot of times it has to do with your past. Like where, where did you start and how did you get to like, how, how are you an example of that thing? Um, if it's not that way, then it's more of the journey, you know, follow me mm-hmm. as I try to do this cool thing and I'll teach you along the way. There has to be some sort of like element to your marketing that has uh, your position correctly and, and it's yeah. clear um, how you're creating content. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, great. Well, hey, Dr. You were transparent about the, the time you had today. I want to be sensitive to that timing. You have a 315. Um, so I'll let you, anything you want to promote, um, where to find you or anything that's going on right now that's, that's uh, super relevant? Yeah. I mean, I have, if you just look at Daxi on any social media, Facebook, Instagram on there, you know, I have a Facebook group as well. It's doing pretty well. LinkedIn, connect with me. And then our business website is legacypodcasting.com. So Okay. Um, okay. Well, hey, Daxi, thanks for giving me the time today. Fantastic talking to you and um, keep up the, the momentum, man. It seems like you're, you're, you're really uh, giving a lot of people a lot of value in, in, um, in the fact that, uh, um, you know, you're on more people's radar is, is, is not a coincidence. Thank um, you. Thank you, man. So, so uh, appreciate the time. And uh, I hope that we can cross paths soon. Likewise. All right. Cool. Enjoy, Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy your day. Take care. See you. All right. Bye-bye.